time to get extreme with ReCW. Hello and welcome once again to ReCW, your journey into extreme, looking ECW Hardcore TV from episode 1 all the way to 401. This week we are looking at episode 66, 67 and 68. How do you like my pit bulls? Um, you got myself a Paul and I'm joined as always by Jay and Griff. How are we doing? I'm good. Bang, bang. You? Bang, bang. bang. <laughs> I knew you'd love that. The moment I saw it, I thought of you. <laughs> and it is your impression on the show, so you have to recap bang, bang. that in your, in your bang, best bang. impression bang. when we get to it. It's just uh, it's the best bit. Oh. Um, so where should we start? I suppose at the beginning 66, of the six, I guess. Yeah. And Tommy Dreamer's backstory. Yeah. Just out of nowhere. It's like we needed it, though. It's like we need it. It's like this man is feuding with Shane Douglas. But he's not, but he is, but he's not. I think we just learned that Shane Douglas isn't really kind of... Is he injured? Is that why he's in so many tag matches and he's not actually fighting for the title? I don't know. Is he injured at this point? I don't think he is. I think they're, they're just... It's not their big focus at the moment. Um, but what it was really because... one, Mr. Hughes is. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. What a, what a man. What I, know we'll get, I know we'll get there. I know we'll get there. We will discuss episode, every but, part um... of that 15 minute promo line by line. Yeah. I need it. Yeah. I need it. Do I don't quite get what this was meant to be doing with Shane Douglas and Tommy Dreamer because I guess it was meant to be building up them, their match later on and all the rest of it. Um, but there's no drama because all it is is a story about how Shane Douglas has beaten up Tommy Dreamer on every single point of it. Yeah. My pain is self-chosen. Yeah. It's, um, I just don't get it. By the end of the show, I didn't get it. Next week, I didn't get it. Week after, I didn't get it. It's like a little three-part special of them feuding. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Tommy drew a backstory. It's exciting. He kicked out of um, the Superfire Splash, don't you know? Then I it went. Think in... I think I've seen that. And then, and then it went in. Only into... person ever too. I know, and the sidewalk slam. Is that Only person point? ever too. <laughs> oh, I want to know if Undertaker took a sidewalk slam. I'm sure he did. <laughs> no, he retired on the spot. No, he never took a. Superfly Splash, he never took a sidewalk slam. Never. In WrestleMania, when he did Superfly, he never took a splash. I, don't think he did. I really don't think he did in that. He just sort of destroyed him in like seconds, didn't he? I remember being a bit surprised because I'd heard of Superfly and I hadn't heard of The Undertaker. And now you do. Put him on now the map. On the map. Heard of both The Undertaker and the chimpanzee. Oish. God, we're going to get there. Yeah. Quote, unquote. Just, obviously, it's a quote, not opinions. <laughs> uh, well, I can't say if it is an opinion. I can definitely say it wasn't mine. That's true. It's just um, interesting. One of my favourite characters originally, and now he's completely fallen off the rails, and I wish he'd just go away. And it's heartbreaking. Well, there's, there's, and we'll, we'll get to that again in the Mr. Hughes, but we need a moment of silence as well for one of them. The fucking lumberjack. Where the fuck is the lumberjack? Where is the lumberjack? It's tree felling season. I've never been so disappointed. Hunter Q is pissed off, went to the forest to find this guy to take out ECW. He beat one wrestler that no one had ever heard of, and he's fucking gone. What? What's the point? He's not even been repackaged with anyone else. He's just gone. Don't injured that one person. Why the fuck did he turn on the Super Destroyers? Anything would be better than this. Brought in Sabu, gave him away. He's just a nightmare. Absolute nightmare. Yeah, why would you give Sabu away? Jesus. That was a mistake. Yeah. 
So, Mikey Whipwreck's on his way to the ring. He is for for a second week versus the Sandman. Because the Sandman was all foolish and got disqualified last week. Oh, no. Toby Kyra ran down, didn't he? Yeah. And hit Mikey Whipwreck, causing disqualification. So, Sandman's been given the rematch. Second week in a row. And the Sandman ended up losing by disqualification. Didn't see that coming. I didn't. I thought, I thought, here we go. We got a new TV champion. But no. It's quite a twist. It was. It's unpredictable in these Mikey Whipwreck matches. Yep. Uh, but the aftermatch was quite exciting when Sandman just kind of snapped and started caning the shit out of everyone. Whoever kept running in, he kept hitting the head. And then Tommy Dreamer, like, I, d- I did imagine him, like, snogging woman. <laughs> which um, Sandman didn't appreciate. But I think woman kind of secretly did. Well, she she self-admitted uh, later on. She didn't mind it. Yeah, wasn't that bad. Wasn't half bad. Um, Yeah, so he was just sort of beating the crap out of everyone. Tommy Dreamer came down, got the better of him for two seconds, then decided to kiss woman, and he just got beaten up again, which is great because I think he's got a world title match later on, hasn't he? Yeah, he does have a title match at the end of the show. Yeah, so it was was an amazing run in because it was a huge selection of jobbers running in. Yeah, you know it was it, Donnie Allen and various other people. You know the 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 the, the job squad element of the thing, and in the yep. middle of these people running out, who were all getting beaten up and caned, was uh, one Tommy Cairo, who's been absolutely linked to the Sad Man and Julian Keynes and all the rest of it, um, but now just is taken out with a couple of shots and and just lays on the floor. She doesn't know um, it anymore. His arch nemesis, as I think uh, he, the commentator says. Yeah, as he just like you know lays him out with a chair. I mean, at this point, surely Tommy Caro's built up some kind of resistance to cane shots because he's had like twenty-seven shots to the face. Did Sam ever beat Cairo? Did Cairo win every match? And after he just got hit with a cane all the time and get beaten up. I, I, I think it's fairly even between the two of them. Why, instead of having like Julian Kane matches, why were it just not a clear my debt match? <laughs> Where if he won, then that was it. The debt was just cleared. A debt on a pole match? Yeah, or $75 on a pole match, or just something. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> something. Where it's just, that's it. If I beat you, the debt's cleared. Not. You pay your bill match. Yeah, it is though. If you beat me, your bill's paid and you're no longer indebted to me. If I beat you, I just beat the shit out of you with a cane for 20 minutes. That's that's what I think. So after that all finished, um, we had a chance to take it in again as they showed highlights of the last 20 seconds of what we just saw. Yeah, well, I guess so. you didn't see that. So none of the match, just all the aftermath. <laughs> yeah. It's just so you could see how many times Sandman uh, decides to just absolutely whack this poor lad round the head rather than I mean he's on the floor you're, you're just laying in shots for the sake of it and still for whatever reason you're smashing him on the back of the head with it rather than like safe shots that's what I, 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 I thought I thought okay body shots are going to get it will sting a little bit but some of those head shots I think that's got to give you some kind of headache or migraine <laughs> or concussion or concussion, concussion. Okay, it's a different world so um, so that happened. Then, then we had um, the woman backstage with the Sandman talking about what we just saw twice, saying that she kissing Tommy Dreamer wasn't half bad. Uh, he walked in the building, a boy, and he left the man. And now Sandman has to take woman out dancing because of Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> what the like? What, what, what the fuck? <laughs> just desperate. See what he just... done now, Tommy Dreamer. See what I gotta put up with. I gotta take woman out dancing now. I do love the sound, man. I don't know how he's. Yeah, he's suddenly become the one thing of my that, the, when favorite character. When we first started this show, we were just like, "I want to see how they do this transition from this surfer into the, the Sandman smoking thingy." And I've seen it, and I still don't fucking know how they did it. It's just sort of <laughs> happened. I the bit you. that we missed out, the bit that we weren't aware of, his wife. It's was the, the pimp. 
Yeah. It was it was the Godfather before the Godfather was the bit that we didn't see in the trans the transformation. It was pimping out his wife was the transition from surfer to smoking, caning, madman. Um, we then had Terry Funk on the way to the ring with some fucking awful music. <laughs> yeah. In one of the one of the latest shows, they show a longer entrance because I thought this was just a mistake, but this was awful. They could have picked anything. It's just, I, 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 and I just don't get how he goes from title fights and fighting Sabu to fighting the Jobber. Well, it's a dream match and you deserve. Making making a meal of it as well. Shira. And like his, his brother just looks like old as anything. Well, we could have had Shira and Shira versus Funk and Funk. I, He's just I, the I toughest son of a you do. <laughs> So, um, yeah. or, or. so, Carl Shearer versus Terry Funk with Dory Funk, the dream match we deserve. Um, Funk picks up the W with the spinning toe hold. In my notes, I actually put the W now. I'm getting casual. Oh, look at you. Oh, yeah, I know. How are your this notes? This match made me <laughs> want to cry. Because well, it's Terry Funk. It was just so long. It was. I and, said he made a meal of it. You think like ex-champion... It just tear through him, but no. But interesting fact about if you watch this match on plus three speed, it's just like a normal match. It still feels like a long match. <laughs> it just felt like a normal speed match. So, um, it was just really slow. It was really long. It, it, I, I didn't understand why it needed to be the way it was set out, and then I still hate the spinning toe hold as a as a finish. It's the most ridiculous. I'm always disappointed when I think he's going for a figure four and he ends up just it's, kind of like... It's not the most ridiculous. They're the worst. It's worst. People's elbow always be the worst. Um, I don't know. You know, that, that much pressure directly on the heart That's wasn't good for Jerry Lawler. Electrifying move in sports entertainment. Woo. Um, so one with a spin in toe holes. Everyone rejoiced. It was exciting. And then we got to Griff's favourite moment. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. <laughs> Griff, do you have any notes to recap this or are you just setting you up to look stupid and we'll do it? It's just look stupid. <laughs> I, just, I, remember, I, I just remember after every word, he was like, bang, bang. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's loving this. But I must admit, I watched this at like six o'clock in the morning at work and um, I didn't make any notes. Oh. But it was that last gummy. I do remember every five seconds being bang bang. So basically, he made a reference. Some of the key standout bits was he's a pain junkie that needs his fix, bang, and, bang. and he wants to fight Sabu again. Bang bang. Bang bang. And people have told him that you're too fat. Bang bang. <laughs> you're, t- you're too ugly. Bang bang. Bang bang. <laughs> and um, I don't know, you're too cactus Jackie. <laughs> bang bang. Bang bang. It was along those sort of lines. But I just um, I, my favourite line, even though it was the bang bangs and I loved the the you know pain junkie needs his fix. My favourite line, however, just because I liked the, the wordplay of it, was um you've created the ultimate taboo, Sabu, you made me get in shape. <laughs> it's just it's quite pretty and a whole kind of I don't understand what any of that means. I just I just love him. I do. Yeah. I've always I've always loved Cactus Jack and this is just him just being able to say whatever he wants is um is tremendous. I mean yeah, so it's great. So that happens, great promo worth watching, only brief. Then we're going to public enemy. Um, they start off... of... oh, no, <laughs> They start off by saying they've been ECW for eight months now. At that point, I paused the TV and walked off (laughs) and just sat on the stairs for a little while and came back half hour later and unpaused it and began to watch the rest of the promo. I just wanted to reflect on my life. (laughs) Um, They said who they faced and they went on to list every fucking person they faced. And then then to back this up, they they showed us all everyone they faced, and I thought we're lovely. I swear, every couple of weeks, yeah, we get a public enemy history. Yeah, yeah. it just gets a little bit longer. I thought I didn't doubt them. Did list all of the people that they named. 
it's okay because when they come back from the video package, they run through the list again. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure they've not beaten the Shearer brothers, though. No, they're, they're undefeated as a team. Yeah. Yeah, they always will be. Um, so my, my highlight was the alpaca running. Oh, <laughs> memories. <laughs> oh, bang, bang. <laughs> so we then have a Shane Douglas promo just a cheeky little bash on WCW here out of nowhere <laughs> just a nice little casual attack on them which is weird knowing that they are business partners of WCW at this time yeah it's um... I'd understand him saying oh that Shawn Michaels is a bit of a whatever but he's sitting there running down this old rubbish WCW roster and I'm thinking Speaking of which, I never actually went through the WCW roster last week. Um, no, you didn't. I didn't. We'll do it this week after this episode or something. But yeah, I just found it weird that he chose to attack them because it felt like a really weird business move. I guess yeah. maybe they're just sending talent but weren't actually watching the product at all, clearly. Potentially. He also um, had a little dig at Tommy Dreamer as well. Poor Tommy. Poor Tommy, which led to our main event, Shane Douglas versus Tommy Dreamer. Started off with Shane Douglas in the ring. I don't think his mic was working. <laughs> I don't think it was. I felt was. like it was recorded to TV, but the audience couldn't hear him. Yeah. Because he was sort of going off on WCW again. And, um, yeah, no one was reacting to anything he was saying. They were sort of just in his own little way. And then Mr. Hughes... Um, did Mr. Hughes say anything in the ring? Or did... yeah, he apparently needs Undertaker's arm once. <laughs> I don't think he did on this one. I've not <laughs> written down anything. Yeah, I haven't. I just, I just put... Um... However, I have just written at this point so much talking because that was the entire show. just felt like promos and promos and promos. Yeah. So I think Mr. Hughes, I think everyone's just chanting 911, aren't they? 911. No, it's becoming a mega star. They had Shane Douglas versus Tommy Dreamer, and Tommy Dreamer just got beat up. Yeah, interference after interference, and yeah. it's kind of weird. You try and make—I know Shane Douglas is a heel, and you try and make him out to be strong, but obviously Tommy Dreamer's is a nice man. Plus, like the Terry Butcher like headband around his head as he comes to the ring. So why does he need help? I—I I, I just feel it makes, yeah. I know from some of the other stuff since, and some of the Paul Heyman stuff since, um, they would he he was saying that you know they they were really desperately trying to get Tommy Dreamer over, um, and the crowd just wouldn't take to him. He was he was a pretty boy. Um, I think yeah. it was on on the um, uh, Jericho podcast. I think it may have been like the hundredth episode or something, uh, and it was it was. Paul Heyman and um, Edge, and they were talking about Heyman booking SmackDown and, and trying to unpretty Edge up because he was just a pretty boy. He needed to kind of earn his stripes a little bit. Uh, and he said he, they learned it from Tommy Dreamer because they tried everything, and the crowd just wouldn't take to this white meat, you know, really kind of <laughs> a good guy, baby face. And... Um, uh, you know, you can see it here. You know, he's he's come out and he's defended the honour of his friends, and he's, you know, had the the chair shots and the the cane shots, and bless him, and he's still fighting, and he's he's a tough son of a bitch who's taken all of these moves, and he's still fighting. His heart's so big, and they don't care. Um, so it's interesting that the the him getting absolutely destroyed with the cane coming up is what apparently tips it over and. Starts the innovator of violence. Is the um, yeah, I won't ruin the segment for Griff. No, but um, yeah, before we go on, WCW roster of July 1994. Yep, who from ECW do you think was on that roster? Or that what we've seen, WCW's in like what we've seen, or what we've seen in recent like... weeks, obviously. So we know Arn Anderson, Sabu, uh, she's not been on TV for a little bit, I reckon. Um, no, I don't no. Know. Though he does, Scorpio. he does soon go over. Um, Scorp- Hawk, Hawk. No. Should I just tell you? Apparently, yeah. Uh, obviously, beautiful body. Uh, beautiful, uh, beautiful, beaut- 
Thor, Bobby Eaton, um, Cactus oh, Jack, Arn Anderson, Terry Funk's doing both. Yeah. Kevin Sullivan's doing both. Yeah. Um, I'm think Kevin Sullivan needs to W for a little bit. Whether he stays at WCW. Yeah, he does. He does, does he? Yeah. Look a man. Yeah. Gets into the thing with Brian Billman, as Jay said. And yeah. I'm trying to think what other ones not really much other ones but I'm going to keep checking the rosters as we go through to see Chad who's Austin? he's there he's there it's Hulk Hogan yeah hmm Hughes so is Hulk Hogan there in, is yep. it 94 yeah. yeah I suppose he would he's be there, he's he? there 96 is when the NWO kick off yeah no he's, he's I think he's recently arrived and he's there and he'd be fuming with um the Dungeon of Doom soon. Oh, which is why you know sort of Sullivan's going to be over there. Yeah. Because he's going to be doing that. We've also got a little bit oh, of um, Jason Knight history in the WWF, which we'll talk about later on. Yeah, I can't believe that when you showed me that. Yeah, I've got a little bit of... Um, I'll just tell you now, actually. Yeah, Jason Knight did a lot of enhancement matches for WWE. He's only in there for a year. I think it was... 92 to 93 or 93 to 94 he was there um, but he faced people like Ric Flair wow in a singles match on Superstars then other people like Berserker and that and he fought Lex Luger on the fourth episode of Monday Night Raw wow yeah wow. and when is and in... I'm assuming that's the run that he was referencing when he was talking about his uh, previous experience with Hawk well, I don't know, because that's the match I was trying to find, for whatever reason. I was trying to hunt down um, that. But I did find he was in WCW as well, around a similar time. And he faced Mean Mark, who later on came to be The Undertaker. So he sort of was doing a bit of enhancement work for both of them before signing for WCW. But I couldn't find him against Legion of Doom or against the Road Warriors. But I, I looked. Oh, man, I just read a bloody spoiler. Well, you did. I just Googled, like, Jason Knight. It's your own fault. And I will say, Wikipedia, you got this all wrong. They reckon 92, 93, he's in um, WWE. And then all of a sudden, for Eastern Stroke Extreme, the first paragraph is a few months... Spoilers! Spoilers. A few months after his last appearance in the WF, Knight debuted in East Championship Wrestling on September 18th for the promotion's first Ultra Clash event. Um, blah blah blah. Then, namely, a year later, Knight, simply under the name Jason, returned to the now renamed Extreme Chevy Wrestling on August the 13th, four, and defeated Mikey Whitbreak for the World Television Championship at Hardcore Heaven. See, what part of you felt just to tell us that? You guys have seen it all before. Well, yeah, it's that, but. So the good news is we don't have to do a show next week because... Yeah, Griff ruined it for everyone. Welcome to ReCW where Griff reads Wikipedia about episodes that you could watch on the network. How would you like my Wikipedia news? <laughs> I didn't. Not really. Oh. Can't believe you'd ruined something that came out 20 years ago. I hate you. <sighs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. Darth Vader's Luke Skywalker's dead. Fuck you. <laughs> Episode 67. Joey Styles is there. Talking about Sabu getting taken out. And we've got quotes. Well, but first, we do get the massive intro. This is, Well, this is the intro. He's talking over the top with Was he talking quotes. over the top of this? Yeah, he's got a black screen with quotes, and it's Joey Styles talking. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Sabu got beaten up by the franchise. Taken out on a stretcher. Um, I didn't write any of the quotes down, but there was a few quotes from people saying, "Oh, I've got the quotes if you want. I've got the quotes." Yeah, give a couple of quotes. Spoilers. No. Spoilers. Shut up. Wash your mouth out of soap. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait for Jason to this be is, like a rip. This is what rest, this is what wrestling is all about. Terry Funk. <laughs> it's not even about the match, is it? That's just a general quote. That's just, just a general <laughs> quote. <laughs> you know, I loved it so much. It felt like something illegal was going on. That was George Napolitano. Napolitano. <laughs> I just wanted it to be just George. Who the fuck is he? Um, and then it's bloody, it's hardcore, it's the damnedest thing 
you've ever seen, Clark de Leon. It kind of feels like some of these you they're cut in a certain way to 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 put them in a positive light. So Jason beats Mikey Whitbreak for the T V title next week. <laughs> Paul Griffin. Oh shit. Griff, you're a cock. <laughs> Everyone else, all of the time. Um Sal returns to type nine on one in a classic. Oh, <sighs> To confront Mr. Hughes in 911 and throw teddy bears at him. Oh. Bye bye. Bye bye. Um, yeah, so we got all the quotes, and then we have Paulie dangerously attacking Mr. Hughes. I've got one big thing about this. Obviously, 911 comes into the ring. <laughs> Fuck, but, but but before he comes into the ring, he, he's just walking across the stage, looking in the ring while yeah. while Paulie Dangerously is getting beaten up, almost as yeah. of like, I've got to take the steps. <laughs> I can't like slide in under the ropes. I'm not in no rush. Um, you try and hold in there, Paulie. I'll, I, I'm coming slowly, but I'm you. You just try and hold in there. I think he's like, I was so impressed that one week where he actually like, jumped over the top rope. I didn't know he had it in him. Oh, did <laughs> he? To like, jump over the top rope. So I would never done it before. He's had to um, go and lie down ever since. Yeah. I mean, he made this... take his sunglasses off. Like, that's his power. Was this, the ep- was this the one where I wasn't sure what 911 had done, but he just looked fucked? <laughs> He looked up. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he, he looked fucked. absolutely was... fucked. He was like, right, come into the match, do a choke slam, and he was fucked. Yeah. 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 He did have to deliver three choke slams in this segment. Uh... So he walked in into <laughs> the franchise. He then hit yeah. Angel, who's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do we know and Angel? Then... Yeah, so Angel was um if you cast your mind back to the beginning where where Peaches was getting into trouble for the first time. Uh, against Tigra, um, at the pay-per-views and in like two of the TVs, Angel ran out and helped, and usually would get stripped naked by the Rebel or something. Um, so she's been around. Right. So Tigra and... from the Nitro Girls, <laughs> and this is Angel that goes on to be leader of the Baldies. Yes. Okay. Again. Peaches, who inspired the presence of the United States of America song. Millions of peaches, peaches for me. Bang, bang. Millions <laughs> of peaches, peaches for free. Pay your bills, Pay your bills. Pay your bills. Pay your telephone bills. Let's stop it. <laughs> not free, Peaches. It's not free. Pay your bills. <laughs> Is it too late to try and release an ECW Christmas album? It's never too late. Never too late. We can bring it back. I'm sure I can find some 911 singles that we can sing along to. Oh. I thought you mean too late as would we get it out by Christmas? No, 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 no. Nah, we can do an eight track. Ten tracks are way out of date. Yeah, it might be an EP. Yeah. Um, so we then get a 911 video. It's just full of excitement and choke slams. That's what that's full of. Yeah, I, I, I was impressed they could actually put this all together. And I love, in amongst all this, I don't remember like him actually wearing a jacket that has 911 on the back of it. I thought, hang on a second, I've not seen this before. I, I feel like he wore it once and they just went, yeah, don't do that again. But literally all these ones are like choke slams. That is his highlight reel. That I feel is like... Highlight reel. I mean, it's, it's pretty much when you hear the stories and like the shoot interviews about him, it kind of sums it up. Looks like people just want him to walk in the ring and just choke slam people, but he saw like so much more for this character, <laughs> and that's what it he feels like. He could wrestle. That week we saw he was in a tag match with Sabu. As soon as he had to actually do any wrestling of any form whatsoever, I think they just obviously booked him as he was a mountain. But unlike Mister Hughes, who actually has a little bit of wrestling kind of ability. Yeah, this guy doesn't. We had um, what was the one last week or the week before with Hughes, where he sort of 
lunged at him, but it just looked really awkward. He sort of looked like he fell over. Is that where everyone's in the ring and like all of a sudden yeah. they face each other? Like it's just. It looked like he just fell over and was out of breath again. Um, so after that epic video of nine one one, we then go to Tasmania versus my favourite hair Hackmeyer's. For Hacklemania. Hacklehairomania. In a double shot this week, which is impressive. Um, I'm guessing the public enemy have axed him. Well, it was not a different person, wasn't it? Almost the same person. It is, but it wasn't. Yeah, in the in the same way that there's two Shearer brothers. Yeah. Um, So, Hack Hack did better than I thought we would do, but he ended up getting beaten. And Taz got that W. Got the W. He got the W. We then got Sandman Mikey highlights again in case we'd forgotten. And then we got the fastest... Well, this wasn't the fastest. Next week's even faster. We got a pretty fast match with Bad Breed versus... Wouldn't that... The line of the night again from um, uh, Sandman... Um, saying to Tommy Dreamer that if he wanted to kiss someone, you know he should have he should have just let him know because his ex wife would have given him rookie rates, uh, and then uh, follows this up with the line of the night, which is a dollar for your thoughts and twenty dollars for my wife. <laughs> sounds like a that sounds like a bargain. Sounds like a great T-shirt that wasn't made. All above the until no, no, I can't. Zazzle's not ready for that. But there are plenty of other t shirts available <laughs> yeah. at zazzle.co.uk. I think I know some other people who wouldn't be ready for you putting out a t shirt saying a dollar for my thoughts and twenty dollars for my wife. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with the exchange rate. It's not even doesn't even work for us. Um Yeah, I mean I I, I do I want twenty thoughts or <laughs> So Bad Breed versus Donnie <laughs> Allen and Joe Hartgood. Bad Breed looked as good as they can. And they won with a doomsday device. And then double power bombs. And then double power bombs. It's only fitting they're kind of in Halloween like costumes, seeing as we're reviewing this Halloween week. So I thought they come out dressed quite... as the nasty boys. It was a nasty um, doomsday device, by the way. It was. <laughs> it, it, it scared the hell out of me. I heard that Jason shivered out the back <laughs> when he saw this move had come to the ECW. <laughs> Speaking of Jason, he's out the back. Now he's in the ring. He's in the ring. He's in the ring. For his, for his match. He's in the ring, but the hair's back. Um, he picks up the win. Uh, does a little, he did a little double slap thing that I really liked. Teased the uh, taking off his uh, shell suit. How'd you like my shell suit? <laughs> <laughs> oh. And that's the first pin he's scored in eight years. Seriously, <laughs> that's 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 what they said. It's the first pin he's actually scored in eight years. Well, in all fairness to him, we've probably been watching him for like eight months, and this is the first wrestling match he's been in. So, <laughs> how many matches he had in eight years? I I'm sure. Don't show the matches. No, I'm sure he wrestled on earlier in ECW and won. Yes, I don't know if he won. I'm if sure he, he did won. win, maybe it wasn't by pinfall. No, I think he appeared at Ultra Clash as a tag team, and then that's it. Is he just injured? Is that why he's a manager? Is he like... His neck's done, isn't it? I thought he had neck problems, yeah. Yeah. Carrying around all that beauty hurt his neck. Um, so, yeah, it's funny so... you think that everyone else's neck would be hurt from all the head-turning he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. I'll tell you what I need, guys. Another public enemy... Yeah, I was gonna, can I just have a public enemy recap? And then it gave me it. I was like, I just, I, can, I, can I have some public enemy highlights? Because I've only just watched some like half hour ago in the last episode. And yeah, they gave me some highlights. Does Does anyone have the need after watching public enemy? Has anyone got the urge to go and listen to Wu-Tang Clan after one of their promos? Last time I did with the constant cream reference. Yeah, still. This, this time I just keep sitting on the stairs. <laughs> every time, every time they they start, I pause it. I walk off, sit on the stairs for half an hour, and come back. Bo bo. Dollar dollar bill, yo. Dollar dollar bill. <laughs> uh, we then go to main event time. Is it main event? 
Yeah. So look, it's the last match, isn't it? So yeah, Jimmy Stooker, Pitbulls versus Funk Brothers and Tommy Dreamer. This is the one with the fucking funk music. <laughs> Where you got a full intro and it is awful this music. Awful. Oh. Um, the match is just like normal sort of match, but the finish comes where the Pitbull go to attack Dreamer. They miss, they hit Snooker. Dreamer um, lands on Snooker, pins him, even though Pitbull is one's awkwardly st- standing there and does fuck all. <laughs> we could have just kicked him out any time, but he chose not to. And Tommy Dreamer picks up the win. You want to be rude, eh? Exactly. Well, that wasn't the story. The story comes after the match. When Hunter Q is outraged. He's shouting at the snooker. He hits... What's he shouting at the snooker? You're a bad snooker. <laughs> He's calling him a chimpanzee and a monkey. I was, I mean, Again, I... Even in the even in nineteen ninety four, that can't have been good. It can't have been good. It was Hunter Q. The Q stands for questionable. <laughs> I let myself down a path. That's not your word. That's our <laughs> word. We're allowed to. No, it still doesn't work. It's no. It's um yeah it was it was um it's awkward again this is awkward but it could be over now hopefully so he hits him with a stick no. uh, snooker snaps and he and he beats up Hunter Q and he hits him with a superfly splash and Hunter Q kicks out because <laughs> he can now because <laughs> he can because anyone can now the pitbulls return made it cool. the pitbulls return and they attack snooker and you think this is it he's in trouble until the Tasmanian makes a save and they do that weird eye thing they did in their match for 10 minutes and they give it a couple of woos and everyone goes woo 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 and they're together and he passes and, the and torch to someone who drops the gimmick hand, in two yes, months the, the passing of the torch the passing of the torch for someone who drops the gimmick within the year oh. <laughs> you can't blame Taz for that because look at the gimmick he, he was given he we gets can do the... what we want oh Taz Human suplex machines are my favourite things ever. Exactly. I mean, you know, I'm going to pass the torch to you. You're going to be a a, a savage who no one who can't speak English and no one understands and is allowed to be called chimpanzee and monkey boy on television. No, no. Thank you. I'd I'd, I'd rather just be a, a complete fucking badass and kill people. All right, then do that instead. If you think that'll get over. Yeah. So Hunter Q, but you could tell like that they would just do anything to get um, a reaction. That's, that's with ECW. Like, they were making all the OJ Simpson sort of jokes and anything like this. They just didn't care. Yeah, but there still are lines. They're no, still... no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's, that's where... The line that... was crossed. <laughs> oh, it was the other week, sorry. Terry. Yeah, I mean, Shane Douglas interrupts a promo and that's crossing a line. Hunter Q's calling... We know what this he said. Guy. We know what he said. All right, let's keep bringing it up. <laughs> Fucking that... heard it seventeen times. <laughs> and right. That's 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 oh, okay. The room floor looks just looks messy. Today. Shane Douglas is in the ring. <laughs> and he has a, no, <laughs> he's at the back. And he has a go at nine one one. He's at the he's at the back, and I've never realised Mister Q's shirt being so sweaty. Well, it's been a long. It's all the TV tapings, isn't it? And Mr. Uh, Mr. Hughes just chats crap for fucking ages. And all I heard was Undertaker, ching, ching, ching. That's what I'm doing every time he says Undertaker. To myself, I'm like... And someone's going down. I think he's talking about 911. That's how the show ends. They still show us us a recap of old history between them. Hang on a second, you opened the episode up with this. Yeah, we've got the history and it ended. Yeah, but we were building to the big spot. There was, we, we were building to the big finish. This all was to build to the point where we know that Mr. Hughes is taking this seriously and this is a big deal because he took his sunglasses off. <laughs> so we then go to week 68 and we start off with Mr. Hughes again. Because we haven't got enough of him. Yeah, talks about running people out of town like Johnny Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> Former tag team champion, Johnny Gunn. <laughs> for all the fucking examples, he runs Johnny Gunn out of town. Johnny uh, Gunn, who was in for two minutes, won the tag team championship with um, uh, Tommy Dreamer and then ran away, which is where we started to get the Shane Douglas, Tommy Dreamer stuff from. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> so 
that happens. They talked about how much he likes money, and we got a video package. Wait, no, no. He, he then talked about running someone else out of ECW. Uh, Ken Shearer. Sal Balomo. No, he Sal. said that. He said that. He said that. Um, you know, he took on Sal and um, uh, beat him with the Cyborg Slam. Balomo's not in ECW anymore. Oh. It's devastating we now, find out this. He deserves another phone call from Joey Styles. Who's going to throw toys into the crowd? Exactly. I mean, I've not read Wikipedia, so I don't know if this is a swerve, but it could can't be. be. No one's going to give a shit, surely. They oh, wrote um, letters when Rockin' Rebel blinded him. I remember that. They were wasted. Man, man had his face smashed into a million pieces and he came back. He takes one cyborg slam and he fucks off. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. He's dis- disappointed. Oh my God, he looks weird now. Who Sal? <laughs> what year was that picture from? Wow. Um, this is career. great context for a podcast. We'll put a picture out somewhere. Um, oh, yeah, you might be right. Balama was an early former in NWA. He's Jerry's wrestling in 1993. Wrestling the first ever ECW Championship match. Losing to Jimmy Snooker. His final matches came at the May 13th, 1994 TV tapings, winning over Donnie Allen and Billy Firehawk, which means, no, Mr. Hughes, you didn't run him out of town because his last match was a win. That was that double splash we saw the other week. Oh, yeah, it was special. <laughs> Fucking what's special? So um, <laughs> well, it was a double only a mother could love. So then he went on to take about um, he talked about nine one one, and he said he let nine one one hit him so he could take his best shot because now he knows what his best shot feels like. Hit me with your best shot. But then my notes consisted of all in capitals saying "fuck me." This is a lot of hues. I kept on thinking I've never realised Mister Hughes here when he's a close up. Looks like Bernie Mac. <laughs> If Bernie Mac was out of shape. <laughs> I mean, there's that. And then we have the intro video. And then for some so random I, I reason... I wrote down that that was the best Hughes promo ever that I've ever, ever seen. Winky but face. it was 15 minutes long. It was 15 minutes long and it had highlights that we've seen in the last episode again. I like that, little, I like that Ms. Murphy does with his face. Yeah, I think that's telling the gurning after every sentence. That's what the Undertaker looked into, and that's why he gave me that. That's what fucked up. Which came up twice in the 15 minute promo. <laughs> it did, it did. When Harley Race wanted someone, when Lawrence Taylor, well, Lawrence Taylor? I don't even remember <laughs> that, but Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> Lawrence Taylor. When someone said, look, Johnny Gunn's running right for ECW, we need someone to take him out. Mr. Hughes is brought in and took him out. And Johnny Gunn went off and made a cowboy attack him with his That's brother. what he does, takes out the trash. Yeah, um, we then, for some random reason, showed the bad breed just hitting the doomsday device. That again looks fucking scary as fuck. That was scary. And then we had the most exciting bit of the shows. Hardcore Heaven. Terry Funk. Versus Cactus Jack. Yep. Good for you, bad for them. I thought it was crazy. This match was years ago and I still get excited seeing this. I thought it was good. Um, yep. What date is Hardcore Heaven, Griff? For fuck's sake. I don't know. Saturday, 13th of October, uh, August. It's, oh. all, it's all there on the screen. Hardcore Heaven. We then also Saturday, learned... 13th of August. <laughs> we also learned a Hardcore Griff, Heaven. Do you know what happened on Saturday, the 13th of August, 1994? You were a cock still? Probably. Hardcore Heaven, he's just fucking told you. Oh, shit. This is the problem. (laughs) I thought you were trying to do a curveball. Six in the morning, (laughs) leave him alone. Um, We also found out that we've got Jason versus Mikey for the TV title. I wonder what happened with that. Uh, (laughs) Wonder if Jason and Mikey can keep up his war. And then we heard Taz and Snooker versus the Pitbulls. This is my Pitbulls. How'd you like your pitbull? And then we went to the ring. We had Mikey Ritter versus Stevie Steven um, in another match. And, yeah. 
I think Whitbrook finally got a pin. <clears throat> um, yeah, Mikey Whitbrook's the underdog against Steve Richards, who's had one match which he lost. But he got some offense in. I, I don't understand how he's the underdog even in that match. It's his thing, isn't it? It's his thing. It's just that underdog, isn't he? So, um, Everyone loves an underdog story. Uh, Mikey ended up winning by DQ. He didn't win by pinfall. I saw the, the referee went one, two, three. No, because Jason ran it, attacked him. But after the one, two, three? I don't think it was. I thought he went for a higher cross body. No, he got the high cross body. Oh, just because you're watching it now. I am watching it now. <laughs> you should have known it was August the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> I got past that bit. Um, then had Jason promo with flashbacks of Taz and Snooker becoming a tag team. Unattractive, uncool people will be enthusiastic about it. No, ecstatic about this team. That's what he said. And I am. Yeah, I thought that's me. In a nutshell, on a t-shirt saying I'm unattractive, uncool, and enthusiastic. I'm excited about this match. <laughs> we had the Pitbulls versus Philly Delta Slam, the match that we deserve. Um, I... Fight Delta Slam, it's funny because they get their big run in um, TNA when that forms. See, I really like them, so I was gutted that the Pitbulls beat them. I did like the Pitbulls finish it, though, the super power bomb off the top rope. It looks safe as well, which is good compared to that dangerous Doomsday device. Shocking, given ban the Doomsday device. Okay. Um, Jason's back again, talking about beating up Mikey. How'd you like my interview? How'd you like your new ECW TV champion? (laughs) That's what he said. Very sexual. Thank you. Um, Jason and the Pitbulls versus Austin Rebel and Shera. They all turn on Shearer and Jason picked up his second win in eight years. I love how just behind the referee's back, they're all just beating the shit out of Shearer. I just thought, why would they expect anything different? They're all part of his stable, aren't they? Yeah. Why, why did Shearer put himself in this position? It's crazy. So Jason's on a great form going into this match. Uh, Paulie Dangerous there is talking about Sabu being crazy. And they talk I, I about, love this promo. This is a really good promo. It was a good promo. He talked about his crazy. <laughs> Sorry. Go, go for it if you've got some points to bring about his promo, please. I was going to say the end bit. Was, what was her name? Angel. Angel. The only between you and a hooker is hookers get paid. <laughs> oh, wow. Is it the end no, of the show where he comes out with the really line where he destroys yeah. it? Or? Yeah. Yeah. That was... um. So then said about Sabu versus Shane Douglas and said he wants two cold versus Sabu again at Hardcore Heaven. I've got to say, this Hardcore Heaven card's really shaping up quite beautiful. Out of all the cards they've done so far, this is um, pretty good. Because I looked on the network, the first one we get is 95, it's next year's. But, um, yeah. Um, Then announced Mr. Hughes versus 911 at Hardcore Heaven. I mean, come on. That's what he wanted. That's the main event, right? The, the and he's confident about this one. He's so confident about this one that if Mr. Hughes wins, he will leave ECW. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm guessing, spoiler, that don't happen, I'm guessing. Are you guessing or have you read Wikipedia? Yeah. Uh... Trying to play it all cool and nonchalant when actually. <laughs> no, surely he stays. And then he has a little dig at um, Angel. Where he says, um, was it something this big <laughs> will still feel this small oh, yeah, in something that wide? I thought, her mouth went that wide? Then I went, oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was another, um, that was a lovely little, that's good. And that oh. ended the show. And that ended the show. Well, what a tr- trilogy of episodes. Um, I can't lie, I weren't my favourite three. No. No. Really, I felt like I was watching the same episode over and over. Um, Public Enemy so, just doing nothing. In, in in homage to Keep It 2000, which is a podcast that went too soon, um, what would be your silver lining? What was your best bit of those three episodes? Uh, Cactus Jack promo. 
I'll probably go with a Cactus Jack promo. And if I had to choose, I think just Sandman just hitting the shit out of everyone. I I think um, as much as I loved Cactus Jack, I think week two of Sandman with the um, a dollar for the, the promo that ended with a dollar for your thoughts and twenty for my wife. I think this is uh, anything that I, I both our highlights. All three of our highlights are just promos. The actual well, wrestling wasn't. Um, it's just, just too much pit bulls, no one won. the odds. There weren't many matches, and the matches that we'll have were kind of like stupid and pointless. But I'm kind of even though it's a spoiler, I'm kind of glad Whitbrick actually loses the belt because I get what story they're trying to tell. But, um, but yeah, I was done with it really. That's it. But we're only a couple of weeks ago from Born Again, Matt Bourne. So that is that's coming up. I'm excited for that. So as right, we're, we're up to August. When do they start? I'm sure we're getting to the point where they'll start announcing it as Extreme Championship Wrestling. Uh, NWA tournament is when it happens. The NWA tournament. Yeah, they do an NWA tournament where Shane Douglas wins the um, NWA oh, World Title. Right. Okay. As soon as that happens, that's when it starts. Okay. So it's not far away. So excited. It is exciting. Um, and we're probably only a couple of episodes away from our, our third Mount Rushmore. This is getting harder. Yeah. It's supposed to be getting easier, but it's getting harder. Public Enemy are still champions. That they are. Mikey Whitbrook's still champion. Shane Douglas is still champion. Shane Douglas still champion. Yeah, it's not a lot of title changes, is there? Nine more money is still champion of our hearts. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that was that was far easier than we thought. He's the people's champ. But yeah, the champy champ. Um, but yeah, I guess three more episodes next week. We got this. If they're only promos, then yeah. 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 No, it's weird. Hopefully, we get to the hardcore heaven. We see the few bits and a couple more cool bits. Um, all coming out, but no, we're getting there. A lot of strong I feel characters. A man. Yeah, so all in all, somewhat excited. Yeah, we'll be all right. We'll be fine. And um, yeah, thank you very much for listening. See you next week for more extreme review. How do you like our show? <laughs> Your show is a whore. <laughs> Bang bang. On sale at Zazzle. <laughs> Might just make it your mum's a whore t shirt. <laughs> well, her... coming up with a late present idea, so. There's a picture of a llama on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs>